Hello and welcome to my bedroom and to the Sex Look Geek podcast. In this podcast, we're going to go through everything from the science to the anatomy to the technique and to the mentality you need to have in order to have amazing sex. One of the systems that affect our ability to how horny we feel or how, how excited and also how likely we are to reach orgasm is known as the gas and the brake. And the gas and the brake, they work just as they sound against each other, similar to the gas and the brake in a car. This analogy was invented by Dr. Emily Nagoski, who describes this perfectly in her own book, Come As You Are. And the gas is what makes us excited. It what makes us feel sexual excitement and sexual desire. And so when we push the gas, we get hornier and hornier. And the break is the things that can prevent us from feeling excited, such as our insecurities, our um, ideas, any kind of negative idea we have surrounding sex or judgment uh, we have regarding sex or our own sexuality, um, our own bodies, anything that prevents you from getting excited. So the gas gets rallied up whenever we are in contact with sexual stimuli that turns us on, uh, such as an attractive person or a specific scenario, a book, uh, pornographic material. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anytime we are in contact with a sexual stimuli that turns us on, our gas gets pushed in and the break is what when when we are discovering kind of any kind of danger around the scenario so any kind of discomfort that we can feel which could obviously be correct it could be something with the person how the person other person is acting or the scenario itself but a lot of the time it's also our own look at our own sexuality uh, or if we have insecurities around our bodies our sexuality um, we might have certain judgment towards ourselves regarding things that we find exciting and so on. So those things will act as a break that prevents us from having, from getting really excited and from getting really horny and from reaching and from reaching orgasm and being able to fully uh, get into the moment. Other things that can work as breaks could also be feelings of guilt, for example, if we feel like we should be doing something else um, in, in that moment, that can also act as a break. So in order to fully enjoy sex and to fully um, really discover our own sexuality and being have, having these amazing like body transformative orgasms, we need to let go of our break. Even if it's just for the moment, it's not to say you never are allowed to have these thoughts in your head or you're never allowed to have, that you have to get rid of it constantly 100%. We, we all have insecurities and we all have things uh, we struggle with. But when you enter the bedroom, you want to let, be able, learn to let go of these thoughts that you don't have these in the back of your head or 
<laughs> the front of your head. Uh, no, but then you're not actively thinking about it or even that you have it subconsciously in the back of your head. Um, things like body shame, like maybe you try to hide your body. Uh, there is, um, are you feeling dirty of the things you're doing? Do you feel guilty? Uh, all these kind of feelings, you want to be able to work through them and let go of them when you enter the bedroom in order to be able to push the gas fully and fully enjoy sex. Because even if you push in the gas fully, if you have excellent sexual stimuli, you get um, all everything you need from, from the other person or visually or whatever it is, depending on scenario, maybe you're masturbating yourself, uh, watching pornographic material, it doesn't really matter. But if you feel guilt, if you have all these negative feelings regarding what you're doing or yourself... Um, you are not going to be able to fully enjoy the sexual experience. And this could also prevent you from reaching an orgasm uh, or to reach a powerful orgasm. So you may still get an orgasm, but it's not going to be as strong as if you could let go of these mental blockages in your head. The next system that is going to affect our horniness and our ability to be turned on and have really pleasurable sex, but also our chances to orgasm and how strong our orgasms are, is going to be our parasympathetic and our sympathetic nervous systems. And these two systems work with each other. So we want to have both. And we can say that one system, so our sympathetic nervous system, is our fight and flight response. In this moment, we can sometimes lose control. We um, get ready for fight and flight. Uh, it's a lot of adrenaline in our bodies. But we also are task, uh, we try, we, we're trying to solve tasks. When we're in this system, so I don't know if you ever felt like when you get really stressed and your brain just go like pew, 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 and it's trying to solve the situation um, and get us out of there, which activates when we have the sensation of danger, which is really good. And we need this system because in order for us to reach orgasm, we need to switch over to this system. However, when we are in fight or flight, our blood goes to our legs, ready for running. And our minds go to task solving, which is not ideal for sex. Because during sex, we actually want our sympathetic nervous system to be active when we start in the beginning of sex and when we get turned on. Because that's when we are relaxed. That's when our automated body functions work. Um, such as digestion, but also the blood flows go to our genitalia. For instance, if you're supposed to be running from a lion, you don't have time to have a boner, right? <laughs> so um, our sympathetic nervous system is what allows us to feel. We feel sensation. We can feel like we can have maximum sensation when someone touches us. We, can, um, we have the time to feel. When we are running, we don't have time to feel, right? So we need the system to be active first. We need some sense of relaxation in order to fully enjoy sex and to get fully horny. 
However, during our sexual experience, we're going to switch between our sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system. So we're going to go between this, we're going to fluctuate between relaxation and being present and no inst no task solving we're going to be in the moment with with the experience and with our partner and then we're going to fluctuate between the two and as we reach orgasm we want to flip the switch and activate our parasympathetic nervous system so we are doing a little bit of a tango dance between the two uh, so one thing when we are in our fight or flight mode is that again our brain are trying to solve tasks and we tend to overthink things so if your brain is going away maybe you, you thinking about things related to this to sex or you feel uncomfortable for some reason uh, and you feel stressed or your mind if your mind cannot get quiet maybe you are making shopping lists in your head or you're thinking about the children you're thinking about things that are not here and now in the moment or you have difficulty of like hushing your brain down to be in the moment that means that you are in fight or flight mode in the beginning which is going to not allow you to feel all the sensations that you want to be able to feel in order to have a really pleasurable sexual experience and also to be able to reach orgasm or have powerful orgasms so if you're that person that find it hard in the beginning to quiet on your mind or to be present with your partner during sex, then what you need is learning to relax more or feeling more safe, feeling more relaxed. Um, mindfulness can work really well for this. Um, you might need more time before the sexual activity to just relax, to calm down, have a nice bath before, uh, taking some moment before maybe just getting a massage from your partner or just touching each other just allowing your brain to calm down and switching over to the sympathetic nervous system so that you can be present with your partner so that you can relax so you can actually feel and so that you can get really horny and have all your blood rush to your genitalia which is where we want it in order to feel pleasure However, if you're a person that feels very relaxed with your partner and maybe you get really high, you feel a lot, but you struggle to reach orgasm. You feel a lot, but then at the end, it's like you, you can't really, you struggle to get there. Then maybe what you need is to learn how to flip the switch from your sympathetic nervous system to your parasympathetic nervous system. Um, so you might need some more kink. You might need a little bit more sensation of danger, a little bit more sensation of adventure. And in some cases you might need both. Maybe you have find it difficult to activate your sympathetic nervous system in the beginning of sex, but then once you're in it, you might find it difficult to switch over. Uh, so this is good information to have about yourself, your own mind and your own body. Um, and creating danger doesn't have to necessarily be something really big. It can be maybe your partner just put a hand on your throat just before climax or whisper something not in your ear. Um, so it could be anything from a word to being a little bit more rough or 
it doesn't have to necessarily be these big things. You have to try out what works for you because we all are different as individuals to how much of what we need. So some people need a lot of sensation of danger or a lot of sensation of kink um, to really being able to flip the switch. Uh, While others struggle really a lot with relaxation in the beginning, which makes them not feel all the sensations and therefore they struggle with reaching orgasms. So think about what works for you, but also be aware of this when you're with a partner um, that are they, do they seem to struggle to be present with you? Then take a little bit more time to try to wind them down and help them feel safe and help them feel comfortable around you uh, and in the environment. Well, if you get the feeling that they, may, they get a little bored <laughs> after a while and they seem to struggle to reach the orgasm, then um, ask, obviously ask first, but you can ask if they would like you to do, be a little bit more rough or to be a little bit more sensation of danger or maybe switch out the place you have sex or the position or something because you might want to kick things up a little bit in order for them to have uh, the most enjoyable sexual experience but this is also why things like go watching horror movies or do anything that kind of kicks in our parasympathetic system can can be effective like going on a roller coaster or yeah watch a horror movie with someone we were really attracted to but the key is here that we are already kind of attractive maybe you go on a date you're already horny you may already maybe fantasize a bit about the person uh, so you're not terrified and then get horny you kind of your horniness is already a little bit there uh, from the beginning and but then it can be effective to um, yeah watch a horror movie date the, the, it, it actually has there is scientific evidence that watching a horror movie with someone you feel horny about or someone you're attracted to will um, make you more horny so that is a little tip for you um, to invite someone you find really hot on a horror movie night um, at home but the other things you can do is also like things like roller coasters maybe slightly less inconvenient place um, but also people that experience training infused orgasms or corgasms as they also can be called which is orgasms reached when they work out when you uh, when we actively <laughs> Um, move our bodies in different ways so this usually happens during very very hard workouts and uh, often the core is involved so there is hard core core work involved uh, sometimes in combination with different types of cardio uh, like running seem to be a popular one but um, then some people can experience having an orgasm even if they don't uh, think about have se- having any sexual fantasies at the time and still they experienced orgasms and many women reported that even though they couldn't reach orgasms they would get more turned on especially if they spend the time having dirty fantasies about their partner so they could use fitness as a way to turn themselves on uh, and then go home and have really good sex with their partner afterwards that is a hot tip if you do feel like 
your sex life is a little bit in the mundane or you want to just spice it up a bit, um, try going for a jog and have really dirty fantasies and have some really nasty fantasies about your partner and then come home and have like a really good fuck. Another reason why working out can have a positive impact on our on, on the sex, if you work out just before having sex, is that um, our the blood flow gets stronger. And blood flow is really important for how horny we get and how intense the sexual experience is, but also our orgasms. So when you're really, really horny, you have a lot of blood going to your genitalia. And you can almost sometimes feel like a pulse when you're really horny, that you're almost pulsating down there um, and the hornier you are the stronger all sensations will feel so what happens when we exercise we get a strong blood flow and if we combine the exercise then with sexual stimulation then we will have more blood rushing faster to our genitalia making us more horny making us feel more stronger sensations and having more powerful orgasms The third part is that nerves that fire together, wire together. And what this means is that as we grow into our sexuality, as we discover sexuality, we create expectations for our body in terms of stimulation that we then end up requiring in order to reach orgasm. So when we first start touching ourselves we and how we fantasize and how we the kind of uh, sexual stimuli we take in when we are younger will then create nerves that fire together and then wire together which then leads to these expectations our body have of what we expect to be required in order for us to reach orgasm so we are training our bodies in ways to receive an orgasm, which leads to some of us can have very particular ways that we have to be in a very specific position or we need a very specific scenario uh, in order for us to actually reach orgasm. And this, the good news with this is that that's something that we can train. Because this is originally something you trained. How you touch yourself, the intensity of how you have touched yourself, where you touch yourself, what kind of stimuli that is required for orgasm. It's not just something you are born with, uh, what you like and what you dislike. To some degree, yes. But it's also how your body has been trained. So not only do we have different sensitivity in terms of what we enjoy as individual individuals that we are born with we also train ourselves and the good what's great with this is that you have a lot more potential than you think and your partner also have a lot more potential than he or she thinks because you can learn to get new orgasms and you can learn new nerve combinations uh, to reach orgasms which is amazing but that also means that if you, for instance, always, if your first introduction to sex, many women use the clitoris. The clitoris is a very 
strong um, orgasm giver for women, and that is, and clitoris orgasms is one of the most common one uh, that most women can achieve. Uh, and the question there is, yes, it has many nerves, and yes, the only function of the clitoris is pleasure, uh, but it's also on the outer part of our bodies, and most for most women, our first kind of introduction to our sexuality is one of the places we first discover what feels good. Well, if someone, the people that maybe started playing first with penetration might find more pleasure or, or just as much pleasure from penetration. Um, so it's something that we train and that it's something that can then end up feeling like you need to always have clitoral stimulation in order to have an org- orgasm or it's the only orgasm that you can reach but that's not necessarily the case you might be able to train yourself to have other orgasms and it's to some degree about finding the right points and finding what you like and what you dislike but it's also about training ourselves and training our bodies and training our mind which is think is something that we don't talk about enough um, we often think oh well i didn't have an orgasm the first time I did anal, so I do not have anal. I don't get anal orgasms, but that's not necessarily true. Uh, and it also doesn't mean that the anal you had was bad anal. Uh, it can be something that takes time uh, to train ourselves. So we can train ourselves to have all kinds of orgasms. And whether everyone can have any kind of orgasm isn't, as long as you have the anatomical bits for it. Um, it's debatable like there is not enough evidence i think to say that every woman can have a g-spot orgasm or not however in many cases where people have actively trained themselves they have been very very successful so there is the possibility of having high success but it does take patience and it does take you know some dedication to want to uh, learn or teach your body to uh experience other kinds of orgasms but often we are very we're very impatient we want something to feel good straight away or um, if I didn't if you didn't have an orgasm just by prostate stimuli the first time you're like oh it's not for me or it felt good but I could not have an orgasm I need penile stimulation as well and that might be true in the beginning but you could also train yourself by using a stimuli that you already efficiently can get orgasms from. So if you, for instance, are very keen on um, a form of clitoris stimulation, you will combine the clitoris stimulation with the new stimuli, um, whether that is penetration, G-spot, anal, whatever, whatever point, whatever kind of orgasm you're trying to achieve. And then you, you once you get climax, you kind of ride into the climax with a new stimuli. So you stop the old stimuli and you ride it in with the new stimuli. You're just at the very end, when you're just about to flip over. And then you have to do this more than once. It's not going to be like a one-time thing. But so with time, you can have less and less of the predictable orgasm stimuli. So the clitoris touch. And then you eventually can teach your body to have other form- forms of orgasms. But again, it's something that can take time. It's something that patience. And in our like fast food market of sex, where 
many people have new sexual partner all the time is something you might not always have the the situation to really practice and uh, you can of course practice yourself so you don't need to have a partner to practice this but this is yet another thing that makes us unique because not only is not every vagina the same or every penis the same and we have different forms of sexual desires and fantasies and what kind of sex we like differs we have different personalities but we also have different nerve trained nerves we have trained our bodies differently so how we would like to be touched uh, is going to be very unique and how we masturbate is a good indicator for how what kind of touch we like so it's very it's, it's a great way to learn more about your partner is to watch them masturbate and let them teach you to masturbate them because you will get to know all their points you will get to know their anatomy better but you will also get to know their likes and their dislikes and how they have uh, trained their bodies um, with stimulation in to get maximum pleasure so it's very educational in in that sense we also have to be more patient with each other because we are unique and we are different and we can't expect someone to know how we are and how we like things um, because they have not spent their life watching us masturbate <laughs> when we grew up they don't know our points they don't know necessarily what turns us on and what doesn't turn us on and so we have to teach our lovers to uh, fuck us well and to give us the maximum amount of pleasure that we can from from a scenario so it's nothing we can expect someone to just give us it's something we teach each other and that is another part what makes sex so unique and so beautiful because it's sharing one of our most intimate parts of ourselves um, and it doesn't have to be in a romantic sense but we are even just physically we're just sharing our neurological patterns that we have in order to receive pleasure and we teach someone these very intimate parts of ourselves um, and how our brains are wired and our fantasies and the things that we think when no one else is there so even if it's a stranger if we share with them and if we teach them we're sharing parts of ourselves that are very much like close to us and the things that we do in the dark when no one else is watching and we choose to let another human being enter that and to see us or see a part of us that we don't necessarily show to everyone else. Now, are there any of these factors that are making having a big impact on your sex life? Like, do you have any inhibitions that are preventing you from having the most amazing sex? Or do you find it difficult to be mindful in sex? Or difficulty to relax and be in the moment maybe you need a massage before maybe you need to work on some do some meditation outside of the bedroom or 
Are you the opposite? Do you easily get, find yourself getting bored in sex? Or you find you're kind of waiting for things to end or things go on and it's nice but you can't really finish? Or, or do you have certain patterns? Like you always need to finish in a certain position or you have a position that is very much favorable. You feel a lot more in that specific position or you need something very specific uh, when you have sex in order to reach orgasm? Are you very sensitive in which ways you need to be touched, for instance? Do you find that you can only f reach orgasm with a very specific form of stimulation? It's worth to think about and see if you can make some adaptations in your life to see if you can improve your sex life and take it to the next level. It's a fun experiment with your lover. That was all for today, but I hope you have an exciting week and that I see you again next Thursday.